0: Are you guys with us? We know you are. So here's how you can help. First, share this podcast with your friends. We can't grow without you. Second, go to www.dmwpodcast.com and check out our merch site. I guarantee we have some great stuff that you're going to love. And your purchase helps support the show. Lastly, keep on leaving positive reviews and follow on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Deadman Walking Podcast. As always, we appreciate your prayers as we continue to bring glory to God. Exploring theology, doctrine, and all of the fascinating subjects in between, broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dead Men Walking starts now. Now. another episode of dead men walking podcast guys thanks for coming along on the ride thanks for listening thanks for sharing with a friend thanks for checking us out at dmwpodcast.com you can learn a little more about the show there as well as uh, support us with the uh, snarky merch that we have for sale the winem dynam romans dynam shirts always sell well uh and also the dr james white keeping it real in the fifth wheel shirts going off the shelf so check that out guys but as always, we have a sponsor of the show. It's Jacob Supplies, a reformed brother in the Lord located here in Temperance, Michigan. He does metal roofing, appliances, lumber, flooring, much, much more. I mean, if you are doing anything, renovating or anything like that, you got to check him out. He's got Cortex Luxury Vinyl right now, $3 a square foot. Dude, Home Depot selling that stuff for $8, $9 a square foot. Don't get ripped off. Support this brother in the Lord. He's got appliances like Frigidaire and Whirlpool, 40, 50, 60% off retail, all brand new with warranties. He's quality building material at discount prices you can check them out at jacobsupply.com here's the cool thing they ship nationally so if you're not even in the midwest and you don't make the trek up to michigan you can call them at 734-224-0976 and they'll ship stuff to you all over the country cool Jacob supply make sure you check them out support him he's a brother in the lord and a sponsor of the show thanks guys so we got a good one here for you um, when you're listening to this it'll only be a couple weeks before the why calvinism conference, which I will be broadcasting at live, podcasting down there, Um, probably, um, I don't know, doing some talking in between and stuff like that, Uh, and we have some guys from that conference on now, and I have a few in the wings. We're just adding people, so if you're watching this right now, you're going, how many squares can he get up on the... Uh, page. And if you're listening to this, you're going to hear a lot of different voices. You're going to hear some introductions, but we want to talk about that conference, give you a little preview, and then maybe just introduce you to some new folks that you might not have heard on the podcast before, and you should definitely go check out. So I'm going to go around the horn. If you guys could just give us a little elevator, 30-second elevator pitch, um, and introduce yourself to the listeners, I'd appreciate it. Michael, let's start with you.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, My name is Michael Schultz. I'm the pastor of Antioch, Baptist Church and Lou.
0: Oh, hold on there, Michael. We're losing your audio. We're going to come back to you. Okay. Check those levels. And then we're going to um, come back. Uh, Let's go to uh, the rap man, Andrew Rappaport. What's up, brother?
2: (laughs) Hey, I'm Andrew Rappaport. I am the executive director of Striving for Eternity Ministries and the Christian podcast community. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the conference. It'll be a good one. And I'm looking forward to a nice meal provided for me by Matt Slick.
0: Oh, <laughs> next goodness. in line. First on the podcast. First time ever on the podcast, guys. Let's give it up for Matt Slick. Matt, introduce yourself.
3: All right. Well, I'm Matt Slick. It's my real name. Learned to run <laughs> as a kid because of that. I started Carm.org 28 years ago. It's had 160 million visitors. I've been doing radio for 23 years, written some books, and generally uh, – to defend the christian faith i'm definitely reformed definitely reformed and love reformed theology i would marry it if i could that's how much i love
0: it <laughs> <laughs> i love it moving right along keith matt, foskey hold on, hold on. Oh. Matt, matt you wrote you wrote a book
2: on on dating didn't you or or at least what was the title of that book uh how to
3: woo and win women by being an obnoxious jerk <laughs> it's the, the best
0: title for a book ever. It's a real book, folks. It's a real book. Go to Amazon. You can get it. <laughs> All right. Let's get the bottom three on the row here. Keith Fosky, how you doing, brother? Introduce yourself. You've been on the podcast before.
4: Yes, sir. I'm Keith Foskey, uh, your Calvinist on podcast or your Calvinist on Twitter, and my podcast is the Your Calvinist Podcast with Keith Foskey. And I make funny videos and I make fun of everybody, and that's kind of what I do. I like to I like to make jokes. So,
0: I also love it me. too because you you have a, a healthy respect for the self deprecating joke, which I love too, and uh, it's it's great stuff. Uh, Claude Ramsey, he's friend of the podcast. Everyone knows who he is. What's going on, Claude? Introduce yourself.
5: Hi, I'm Claude Ramsey. I'm pastor of Rev from Auto Baptist Church here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, I host. Uh, what little bit I do of it anymore, the Here I Stand Theology podcast. I am the happy Calvinist. Yes, there are such a thing as happy <laughs> Calvinists. Don't be an old fuddy-duddy stick in the mud. Be happy. By the way, I wanted to just share this to make to, to remind everyone to enjoy Calvinism. <laughs> First, the
0: Thessalonians 516. I love it. All right, Haps, give us the low die.
6: Well, I'm a uh, happy, your friendly neighborhood Calvinist, and I'm happy the Calvinist, not the Calvin, not, not, not the, uh, <laughs> happy the, Calvinist. What, what are you, the happy Calvinist, the happy Calvinist, that's right. And I'm one of the hosts of open air theology and, uh, also, uh, the founder of, uh, um, passing the torch school of apologetics and discipleship.
0: Oh, I love it. And last but not least, uh, is Jeffrey Rice. Jeffrey's been on the podcast before. He's the one that put this whole uh, conference together. So why don't you introduce yourself and then give us a little overview of what we're going to see in a couple of weeks in Tullahoma. All right. Can y'all hear me? No. You sound good. Okay. He jumped in hot, guys. We didn't even test the mic. So here you go. You're hearing him for the first time.
7: Yeah. I <laughs> for some reason, I can't hear myself through my headphones. So that's OK. 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 Yeah. I, okay, I got it. Yeah. Hey, what's up? My name is Jeff. I'm one of the... Uh, the host of Open Earth Theology, and uh, and a uh, pastor Covenant Reform Baptist Church. And one of the goals whenever I became a pastor was uh, to put on conferences. The problem was when I first became a pastor, we didn't have our own building. And so um, uh, the moment we got our own building, I was like, okay, we're going to put on some conferences. And so we tried out our first one last year, which uh, everyone— except for Matt was a part of last year and it went really good. And, uh, and I was like, well, I think we need to do one on Calvinism. And so, and, but I didn't want it to be, uh, just like every other Calvinist conference. So I wanted to, uh, to show the implications of it. Why does Calvinism matter? Why should a non-Calvinist church adopt Calvinism? And also, uh, to show that, um, um, that, that Calvinists have fun right <laughs> if, if you come yeah. to this conference like you're gonna have so much fun I don't know about you guys but last February was one of the highlights of my life <laughs> right right yeah. just just with the fellowship and, and I had a big bomb drop on me like nervous wise like last year from from putting on everything and and, and and trying to handle all the chaos that goes around with putting a conference on. And so, uh, but I mean, so, but whenever I think back to last year's conference, I don't think about me dropping the ball. I think about, uh, um, uh, how God, uh, glorified himself through what took place.
0: Amen. Amen. Awesome. Amen. And before we get into it, I just want to circle back around to Dr. Uh, Michael Schultz there. Uh, do you got better audio? Can we hear you?
1: He's the on Doc, it. <laughs> I can hear all of you. Great. I don't know if you can hear me at all. Uh, much better. Yeah. There's just a delay. Yeah, can y'all hear me at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so give us ten seconds, uh, Michael. Who you are?
1: I may have to drop out. Just yeah, just in case my audio is not going to come through. Uh, but I don't keep you guys trying to back up with me every fifteen seconds that we're talking. But uh, <laughs> I just, my name is Michael Schultz. I'm the pastor of Antioch Baptist Church in Lewisburg, Kentucky, and I'm an associate professor of church history and in, in, uh at Forge Theological Seminary pleasure to be a part love to be a part of the conference i'm excited to be uh, as involved as i can be Uh, i am going to go ahead and back out so you guys can actually have a productive time here but thank you for inviting me and i look forward to seeing you guys in a month see you guys
4: awesome
0: thanks michael all right cool so guys i just wanted to get us all on here we want to talk about the conference people have a few weeks to still buy tickets hopefully when this comes out if we're not already sold out if not we'll get in touch with jeff and we'll see what we can do um I'm echoing Jeff as well, too. Last year, I just randomly went down there, um, and it was probably the best couple of days of my life, just the camaraderie, the lifelong friends I've gained out of it. I think everyone on here except for Matt, uh, I met down there, and we've been still keeping in contact. Um, so I want to I start with Matt since he's the only one who hasn't been on Dead Men Walking podcast. Um, Matt, why Calvinism? Why be part of this conference? Uh, maybe can you give us a little sneak peek of what you'll be talking about or, you know, explore, explore the space with us as they say.
3: Well, you just uh, gave me several questions. So why Calvinism? Because, uh, (laughs) It's the most biblical theological system you can come to, and it gives God the greatest glory and puts us in our proper place, Amen. down on the podium, totem pole where we belong, and we mm-hmm. realize that God's the one who saved us, God's the one who granted that we have faith, God's the one who elected us, God's the one who predestined us, and that God is not, or Jesus is not the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Caucasian surfer dude dressed in a woman's nightgown standing at the door of your heart asking permission for you and your wisdom to let him in. That's a load of... Theological crap. Sorry, but that's what it is. (laughs) And so uh, that's why Calvinism, because it gives God the greatest glory. And the humanist philosophy that's creeping into the Christian church all over the place is rampant. And Arminianism helps support that. I'm not saying Arminians aren't Christians, but, you know. And so the humanist philosophy that's there is is refuted, and pruned away uh, by the the weed killer known as Calvinism, and I I love that. So we get we get sort of the the, the, crud, the okay. theological crud. And uh, I'll be preaching on uh, Calvinism, or teaching, I should say, Calvinism and the gospel, or the gospel and Calvinism, and uh, and I'll be talking about that. And I love Calvinism. Yeah. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm working on my Calvinist file. I have a Word document in the outline form. And it's 92 pages.
0: Oh, love it. Yeah. com or is it Carm.org? Excuse me, um, guys. Make sure, yeah. Make sure you check that out. Uh, I, I used it for years and years and years. Still do revisit it. Go back there. Appreciate all the work that you put in there and all the resources that, that it has, Matt. Can well, I talk uh, another
3: that, website I've got? Sure. Calvinistcorner.com. What's that all about? Calvinist. Calvinism. <laughs> <laughs> It's my more advanced stuff. I put it there rather than um, on Carm because I don't want Carm to be a Calvinist site. But uh, C- Calvinist Corner goes. I go into there. I go into supportive infant baptism, charismatic gifts. Sorry, but I do. And uh, but mm. it just really goes. I go into some stuff that a lot of even a lot of Calvinists don't know about, and uh, how God uses certain word patterns and things like that, and and discuss those things and and yeah. um, good arguments and stuff. So I, I awesome. get to update it though.
0: Yeah. Andrew,
2: yeah, when, when I was on Karm, I used to say that Karm.org trained more pastors than seminaries because every pastor mm. goes to get, to get yeah. their information. But now we have to say that Karm.org has trained more pastors than Rick Warren, which is. <laughs>
0: is that possible? Is that even possible? I wonder. It's
2: not in Rick Warren's mind, but in fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So Andrew, you piped up. So why Calvinism? Same question. Why is it important for today? Uh, why, why attending the conference again? G- give us the uh, lowdown.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, it will be, I mean, it was one of the best conferences. I've told this to to Jeff privately was the way this conference ha, is organized is one of the best because it's, it's one hour of preaching then one hour of fellowship and Back and forth, back and forth. So yes, it's a couple more days than other conferences, Try to pack it all in. Jeff has a lot of fellowship time and it's over like in time for dinner. And if you are really daring, you want to come to dinner, Uh, because the dinner is basically a theology throwdown every night, (laughs) every day, Greg, you and I were, were fortunately sitting next to each other in the Buffalo wild wings where everybody was going after, well, uh, I guess both of us, but it got to a point where they targeted you being a Presbyterian Mm -hmm. and, and you politely, uh, Greg here, The, the host of the show, the one, that says the one with the big sign over. behind
0: me that says dead men walking. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> All right. I
3: like you. Good.
2: Yeah. So, so there'll <laughs> be two one. Presbyterians there. And so, uh, but Matt, you'll appreciate this. At one point, as, as everyone's giving Greg a hard time for being a Presbyterian, Greg just looks. <laughs> but well, at least it, so. it, was, it was great. It, it really <laughs> was a time where we got good theology debated in a friendly way. Uh, Keith Foskey even made a a video based off of that on what happens when different denominations go to Buffalo Wild Wings.
4: Yeah, <laughs> one of my uh, one of my most popular videos. The denominations order chicken wings. As dumb as that sounds, man, it has it took off. I, I, will, I will I will make I will make fun of anything. Okay.
2: For the record, though, Keith, did I pay the bill as the dispensationalist? <laughs>
4: yeah. Well. I, if you'll remember, uh I had to leave. I left, yeah. uh, and he so I pay I did pay well, well,
2: the bill. There's another guy. you were the sensationalist in your video. Ah, I see. Uh,
4: that's what it is. You know, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go.
2: <laughs> yeah, you have to go watch that. Uh, his latest one, Matt. You should watch different different denominations that do martial
3: arts. It was hilarious. The, good the, stuff. The- Very oh, entertaining. He's all martial artist here.
4: No, he, no, he I, doesn't. I,
6: yeah,
3: go yes. ahead. You, you well,
4: I am. I, 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 teach, black I belt. teach karate. In fact, that's where I. Where what do you I teach? Tonight. I teach Shotokan karate. Ooh.
3: Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, I, I called in run. Well, run foo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did Krav Maga for a few years, though. I, I like
4: run foo. Oh I, I, I love Krav. That's a good art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
4: I remember I, last that's, time that's... I
0: was on camera with Keith, too. Ooh. I think I called him. Did I call you a fourth degree? And you're like, hey, I'm a fifth degree. I tried to steal I, no, a degree from you. I, was,
4: I wasn't <laughs> I, I was kidding. only correcting you because you were wrong no, I'm just
0: <laughs> well that's often that's often I do love the. I, I do love the variety and diversity we have here we have Matt who is training pastors and and has a website that uh you know get uh gives definitions and resources and Calvinist corner and then you have Keith and he goes I make chicken wing videos Hey. <laughs> Fourteen million have, downloads have, last month.
2: You know, okay, that's the sad thing that he gets more
4: downloads than Matt on
0: chicken on wing videos, That's well, what I mean. Hey, however, you can reach him, brother. Told,
4: <laughs> when so, when somebody's grandmother told me, told them I was their favorite TikToker, that that was sad. Yeah. That was really sad. <laughs> So, when, oh. not, just that, not just that they called me a TikToker, but because it was their grandmother's <laughs> favorite TikToker. Oh, my God. you're bringing the
0: silver hairs onto TikTok. I like it. All right. Okay. Uh, Keith, I do it. Uh, Think about this. this on,
2: think about this this year. We got the same group of guys, but think about getting together with the same group of guys that we had last time with everyone having the, the, the theological discussions with none other than on the topic of. Why Calvinism with latent flowers there? Oh yeah. I mean just think what discussions are gonna be like, right? I, I and, was
4: just I was just talking to him. We were just yeah. texting back and forth. I was making sure he was really coming. I well, I texted him
2: too <laughs> to make sure as well. And and so you know, my my talk, Greg, is gonna be I'm gonna be dealing with with basically the history of Calvinism. Yeah. So I'm gonna start off with explaining what okay, what is Calvinist? Where did it origin? Because it didn't really start with John Calvin. No, it didn't. Uh, you, you see the teachings in the scriptures. You see the teachings in Augustine. Now, I'm not going to cover in detail the Calvinism of Luther because there's a whole topic on that. But I'm going to deal with the Calvinism of John Calvin. I'm actually also going to touch on the Calvinism of Jacob Arminius, which got one person mm. to go, oh, ooh, I want to see that. Yeah.
7: But uh, Just we'll, don't we'll touch do- on the Calvinism of Andrew Rappaport.
2: Yeah, well, no, no, Here, here's what we're going to do with the Calvinism of John Owen, and then I'm I'm thinking of adding in one of the Calvinism latent flowers to explain how everyone corrects him and he never realizes his Calvinism doesn't fit with, like, every definition of Calvinism.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm, so it's going to be spicy. Okay, I like it. Uh, Keith, why Calvinism? I won't really do that.
3: Stay with us. We'll be right
0: back. This episode is brought to you by Covenant Real Estate. And why not? It's my podcast and my real estate company. But seriously, I've absolutely enjoyed helping clients buy, sell, and invest in real estate over the last 12 years. My brokerage serves clients in Michigan and Ohio with more states coming soon. When I started this brokerage, I wanted to ensure that my expertise and knowledge would serve every one of my clients. I take my fiduciary responsibility to my clients very seriously. That's why I named it Covenant Real Estate. Not only is a covenant a contract in the legal sense, but it's also a solemn promise from myself to each of my clients. I will do my absolute best to serve you. It's also pretty cool that our name has some theological implications as well, which is a great conversation starter. And here's the best part. My agents and I have extensive experience in helping people buy and sell residential homes, buy and sell commercial properties, as well as investing in real estate and selling and purchasing recreational and vacant land. Covenant Real Estate can help you with all of your real estate needs, and I would love the opportunity to earn your business. So if you have real estate needs in Michigan or Ohio, call me at 734-731-GREG. That's 734-731-GREG. Or click on the link in the description of this podcast episode you're listening to right now. Remember, Covenant Real Estate. Confidence from contract to close.
4: Um, well, uh, because that's that's where the money's at. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Matt's face
0: when you said that? He goes.
4: Andrew goes. Where? <laughs> I I, I want to say something, and this is like, I, I, I honestly, I'm I'm kind of like having a, a, a like a like a star moment because I really love Matt. Matt bat no, Matt, Matt doesn't know this, but Matt is like, in in my life, he has meant a lot. I've, I've as I said, I'm a pastor. I've been a yeah. pastor for 18 years, and I have very much appreciated his stuff. So so I'm I'm a little nervous. It's like you know it's re- meeting a hero. So for real. And that's, yeah. I, I promise I'm not just blowing smoke, but, but no, well, and, uh, I am I'll preaching enjoy it on... while it
3: lasts because when you meet me, it'll, it'll be over.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny is you, you look like one of my karate instructors. I posted a picture once of you and him together. Cause y'all look so much alike, but that, but anyway,
3: Poor guy. <laughs> that's
0: why you well, had to start. karate. On...
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm preaching on the Calvinism of Luther, which is anachronistic, obviously, because Luther was a first-generation reformer and Calvin was more of a second-generation reformer. But in the, in regard to Luther's views on the depravity of man and how he understood the the anthropology of, of the scriptures, and I'm going to tie those into Augustine. And my goal is to show that Augustine, while he has a history of man- Manichaean Gnosticism, was not, in fact— teaching Manichaean Gnosticism when he taught the depravity of man and the determined will of God, because that's the argument right now that's being made by the provisionists is mm. that, is that all of this is just Manichaean Gnosticism. So my hope is to show how Luther and Calvin both tie back to Augustine and Augustine was actually right.
0: So, Oh, that sounds good. Cool. Haps. Why Calvinism brother? Uh,
6: well, uh, um, why not? Why not get biblical? <laughs> you know, why not get back to, uh, you know,
1: Oh, uh,
6: uh, real gospel. No, uh, I, I'll, I'll be uh, teaching on um, Calvinism in evangelism. And um, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, apart from uh, Calvinism, there is no evangelism. You know, Amen. I mean, you know, if you were to take take one word to describe Calvinism, it, it would be monergism, you know, yeah. uh, mono one or uh, um, uh, uh, work, one work. That's the one work of God. Yeah. From you know, and and uh, really, uh, not only have this be a reminder to our fellow brothers out there, our fellow uh, reform brothers and everything, but um, also uh, uh, remember the name of the conference is Why Calvinism, and and in my plea is to the, the the evangelists out there. You know, a lot of them are are doing this uh, uh, trick or treat evangelism you know and they're they're trying to like you know do a song and dance when it comes out to evangelism but it, it's all the work of, of god.
0: Yeah.
6: I mean yeah. just and and really uh, um um don't 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 worry uh you know if somebody um is is uh not listening to you uh don't worry if they're coming at you with a brick don't worry if they're coming at you with a question um god's word never returns void.
5: Yeah.
0: Amen. And we appreciate the, uh, the street preaching, the open air theology. That's what I I believe the name of the podcast is, uh, based on which you and Jeff are part of as well. Braden Patterson, a friend of ours as well, I think, uh, does that. Um, So very appreciative of that work. Uh, That's going to be an interesting subject as well, too, because those are the number one things I get hurled at me when I start talking about doctrines of grace or my Reformed theology is, oh, you're a robot. Uh, You don't have any reason to uh, evangelize. And I would say when you dive into the scriptures and you dive in and understand that theology, it is such a beautiful way that you want to evangelize because you know your place. You understand that by the grace that you've been saved, you don't deserve it. You haven't earned it. You're a horrible, despicable person. And for some reason, uh, God chose... To save me, and why wouldn't I um, want to go out and tell other people about the good news? So uh, let's let's move it over to Claude Ramsey. Claude, why Calvinism, brother? Big Claude.
5: Big Claude. So I want to echo what Keith said, but of course I echo it about all of you. I am in all of, all of you, and I mean that. Uh, uh, I just appreciate the privilege and the honor to get to be uh, counted amongst your all's number. So my topic is. Um, why Calvinism matters and basically what the focus and the thrust of the sermon is going to be, uh, is to focus on as it's been stated and as it's been spoken around as well, that Calvinism of course didn't originate with John Calvin and it originates from the scriptures and the high view of God in the scriptures. So that's going to really be our focus, but, um, Love it. Again, I'm a man of few words and little to say. So, but uh I think thank you for having me on again. I'm going to jump off guys, but again, thank you all so much for having me on tonight. Before,
2: before, you, before you jump off, let me just let, let folks know if you have not heard Claude preach. Oh, yeah. if, if, if you think, <laughs> I know he's going to shake his head. If you if you have passion, for oh, the, gospel, yeah.
7: the anointing of if God. If heard, <laughs> Straight
2: up passionate, you have not until you've heard Claude preach, Claude, well, receive Ooh, the and comment, and give me, it to God. Yeah. yeah. If you allow me, you come but, and then tell me I'm wrong after Claude you hear receive it. Receive it and give it to but God. Ho-
5: yeah. Hopefully, it's not passion only, but it's theological oh, it's, truth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: With a whole lot of passion. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, look at look give at it God. God, God can
2: cry at your preaching because that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, I did last time. It's it's pretty. Well, he cried at everyone's
6: message. Like, yeah, that was Brayden. <laughs> yeah, that <I> was Braden. <laughs>
0: well, it's, praise the Lord. It's pretty It's, it's pretty it's, awesome so how how uh, powerfully the Lord chooses to use humble men uh, that speak the truth. And Claude yeah. is definitely one of Amen. those, yeah. I would say. Um, so let's— Yes, let's, he is. Let, let's, Amen. And Absolute Claude, we love you. you, brother. If you got to hop off, that's fine. This is a very informal episode. So people listening or watching, you're going to hear people jumping in and out, no problem. Uh, Jeff— why now? Because I, I'm going to ask you that question, but I'm going to attack my opinion on it. And you, you let me know if you, you agree with this. And anyone can jump in, but I'm directing it at Jeff since he uh, created this conference. But I see it as, as the world becomes more more secular and secular. And actually, I was talking to Dr. James White about this, how he said, you know, I would prefer them to be pagan because at least they would believe in some type of deity at that point. Now we're into this point to where there is no God. It's very secular. The, the farther we get into this culture, especially in America and the Western Christian Church, I see how much more important a solid theology, the doctrines of grace are, how they lead you back to the scriptures, to the sovereignty of God, and how I see people, especially Gen Z, I'm talking 21 and under, 18 and under, that are gravitating towards preachers, towards uh, shows, towards podcasts that are preaching Reformed and Calvinistic uh, theology because it makes sense. Not only that does it make sense, but it speaks truth. Right. And and it's God's truth. So I think this is a great conference for the time to start 2024. What were your thoughts? Why, why do this right now? Some people might say, this is rehash. We've been talking about this since the new Calvinism of, you know, the early aughts. Like, why are we doing this? What are your thoughts on that? And then anyone else that wants to jump in can too.
7: Well, well let me first answer the question that you asked them, and then I'll bring that into play as well. Um, so my answer to, why Calvinism would be the topic that I gave to Claude, right? Because Calvinism matters. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, like it it really does. Mm -hmm. Um, So this past weekend I preached a funeral and, and a guy that I worked for for over 15 years was there and I got to see him come to Christ and, and he saw me when I, Uh, first became a Calvinist and we had so many conversations in his vehicle and he would sit there and scream at me and beat his steering wheel with his fist because I believed in the doctrines of grace. And And he would say, there's no way I could, I mean, just beating the steering wheel. There's no way that I could believe in a God that chooses some and not others. And yesterday at that funeral, he said, 12 years. I said, what? He said, 12 years. I said, what are you talking about? He says, that's how long it's taken me to see what you've been saying this whole time about Calvinism. Mm. 12 yep. years. Yep. He says, God is in control of it all, Jeff. I said, I know. I've been telling you that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a whole conference on it. coming two weeks.
7: <laughs> yeah. I said, you can to go to the conference. <laughs> but, I mean, Calvinism matters. And I think that's the whole point of, what's, of why I think I'm doing Again, there's a lot going on in our world right now. There's a lot to be said. Uh, So let's take the the whole Presbyterian and Reformed Baptist idea, right? All right. So the Presbyterians and the Baptists, we can have our inside arguments and stuff like this. But this is that one area where we agree and we can come together and have a conference, right? But in another sense, you have all these other issues that are popping up. You have the, the, the Thomas Aquinas crowds and the uh, yeah. Mantellians crowd. And they're fighting each other. You got all these different problems with different denominations fighting one another over. And then you have the stuff that's going on in the world. And I wanted something where uh, those who are reformed can unite around, gather together, have fellowship, but also... I would love nothing more than to have 300 people there who were not Calvinists so they could hear why Calvinism. Why is it so important? Listen, my coming to Jesus was a big moment in my life, the biggest moment in my life. But I would Mm -hmm. say theologically, my second biggest was understanding the doctrines of grace. Because what it did, it drove me to the scriptures even harder. But not only the scriptures, but in in church history, right? And it helped me to find out what it is that I truly believe. Yeah. Right. And so, and so now I'm, I'm I firmly stand where I stand. I am a Reformed Baptist. Right. I hold to. A Baptist covenant theology, I'm confessional, I'm covenantal, I hold to the ordinary means of grace, like like I know where I stand at in my theology, yeah. and I don't think I would have ever known that if it had not been for Calvinism.
0: Yeah, no, amen, and it, I just... It got me on that yeah. trajectory. And I just want to say, as the two Presbyterians, Matt and I don't mind if you use the word Reformed incorrectly like that, with Baptist, you know, that's okay. <laughs> Reformed Presbyterian. Uh, reform, I'm sorry. kidding. I'm kidding, uh, and that's the kind of joke we we're going to uh, have. Oh, go ahead, Keith. And the theology <laughs> throwdown begins. Uh-oh.
4: We're what you call we're what you call deep water Presbyterians. So uh, we know what we're about.
2: <laughs> deep water. Presbyterians. Hey, hey! I'm just glad that in in this video that he did on the martial arts, yeah, the the superior martial art was the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Even if it was Presbyterian. Just
7: saying. <laughs> I'm an MMA guy, so I know five different martial arts. Yeah. So, so I, I, I think I'll, I'll take on any one of
2: those. Isn't artists. it true that we're gonna have a a uh, you know it's Jeff versus Keith in round one of, of a, a a martial <laughs> arts show? And then Haps and I are gonna go for round two. Maybe we'll have Matt versus Greg. And Greg, it doesn't look good for you. <laughs> no, Sorry, <it> doesn't. bro. <laughs> uh
0: wait, is Matt is Matt going to be wearing his headset while we're in the <laughs> in the ring Matt, I think yeah, Matt nah.
2: could with his Krav Maga with his headset on just for the record that's that's, that's what I was thinking
0: <laughs> he's putting okay, me in I'm... an arm bar while he's quoting Luther no <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, uh, Matt, I want to get your opinion on this. This is the first time you've been on the podcast. Why now? Is now a good time in our culture? Does theology matter? Does good theology matter in 2024 in Western Christianity? I know you're going to say yes. I'm setting up a softball here, but I'm hoping to get a little more out of you. Uh, is 2024 a good time to do this, or is this just a rehash?
3: Uh, the, the good time to do it is any time. Theology yeah. is a necessary thing for Christians. Every Christian should know theology. But what's happening in the Christian churches, largely, is that Mamby Pamby uh, hammock theology, skipping stone theology, is stone a stone across. Doesn't go very deep. This is what's happening with humanist philosophy. Yeah. So we need to uh, get down deep. And and someone said earlier, and I, I agree, there are uh, there's an increase in young men men in particular, who are interested in Reformed theology, they're tired of the crap that's being taught in so many churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why Why this? Because it gives greatest glory to God. Amen. I mean, that's it. You know, it's why we're created, Isaiah 43, 45, 7, 45, i got to find it now. Yep.
0: It's in the 40s. <laughs>
3: 43, 7, I think it is.
0: 43, 7, there we go. Alright guys, so we don't want to stay too much longer here because I know uh, we're recording late and, and I know everyone's got things to do and um, you're, you're all busy, but I wanted to let people know, uh, Jeff. What are the dates? Can people still get tickets? We're gonna link this up, so if you're listening to this or watching this, wherever you're listening or watching, there's gonna be a link below where you can click for it. But just shout it out there and let people know, uh, when, where, uh, how much ticket prices are, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um,
7: so so not only is there a Calvin, why a Calvinism conference, but we also have a pre conference if people are interested. And it's on a very important topic as well. It's called the dangers of full preterism. Mm, And if you haven't really dove into that topic, like this is something that you really need to listen to because a lot of people are falling down this slippery slope because full preterism answers a lot of uh, questions at surface level. Right. But when you dig into it, you find out those surface level answers are incorrect and it will leave you out, lead you outside of orthodoxy. And so that's going to be on February the 21st. It will be in the evening. It will begin at 6 p.m. But the following day, Thursday, the, the, the 22nd, uh, it will be at the Civic Center in Tallahoma, Tennessee. Uh, now, now, now don't get it twisted, because although although we are kind of in the middle of nowhere, because we have the Air Force base here, there's a lot of stuff to do. And it's kind of like it's got the big it's it's kind of like a sm- small city with a small town with a big city feel. Right. Yeah. OK. And and, and so the conference the Y Calvinism conference starts the 22nd of February and it goes to that Saturday, the 24th. Right. And so we're going to have I, I believe it's 12 speakers. And then uh, we also have a debate on the subject of the atonement mm. between uh, uh, James, w- Dr. James White and um, excuse me, his name and, and, is and Jason the guy Brita. who
0: and the guy who lost. Yeah. Mm hmm.
7: Yeah, yeah. 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 Jason Breda. And, and, and Jason's a really good guy. And I and I've promised him that everyone's going to be nice to him. So if, if someone mean to him, brother, you don't have to face me. <laughs> we'll be. But nice. It's going to be. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ticket prices right now, I think they're I think it's one twenty five. There's plenty <clears throat> of tickets left. Uh, a, a lot of people are contacting me. Uh, can they buy tickets at the door? Uh, if there's tickets left, then yes, but you still have to go to the link. We're not we're not accepting cash at the door. So if you're mm. planning on just bringing me a fist, well, if you brought me a fistful of money, I might just let you in. But <laughs> <laughs> but but the main thing is 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 there's a link to click on, buy the ticket, so that way we can have a have a name tag ready for you. Already sure. have you down? You know, yeah. we, we we only have a certain amount of seats, so. That's why it's best to go ahead and buy your tickets. Cool. But
0: yeah. Yeah. We got it all linked up. All right, guys, let's put bookends in on this and get out of here. Um, Final word for each of you guys. What are you most looking forward to when you come down to the conference? It doesn't have to be high and lofty. Maybe you're just looking for that spot that has the good wings. What are you looking forward to in a couple of weeks when you come down? Cigar Cigar shop. shop. The cigar hangouts uh, were fun for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Rappaport, strivingforeternity.org. Check them out. You know,
2: I, I did a debate with a guy from the Philippines. He wanted to debate the topic of Calvinism is useless and dangerous. Now, now, here was the irony of it. When I did my cross-examination, my whole cross-examination was one thing. I gave the definitions of Calvinism without using the labels, and he agreed with every point. And every Calvinist watching was like, you know, yeah, dumb. boom. You know, checkmate. They they saw what I was doing. He didn't. My second round, all I did was ask him to define what total depravity is, what irresistible grace is. And every one of them he got wrong. What I'm really hoping is going to come out of this is the fact that this conference and and along with I, I think Jeff is working on on putting together a documentary. But this will kind of put the nail in the coffin of yeah. what Calvinism is. So we could stop fighting over it because many of the people who say they're against Calvinism are Calvinists. They just don't yes. know any better.
0: That is and, such, and a, such a, such a true put point. That
2: nail in that coffin.
0: Such, such a true point. Um, and I noticed when I got out of my cage stage and started using theology, like a scalpel instead of a sledgehammer, I realized uh, most people were a lot more receptive and the majority of them already believed those things. And they go, I didn't know that had a name. And just yeah. like me, just didn't understand their church history and had been taught traditions over top of scripture. Once you remove those traditions and you and, and you and you get down to the word of God and you understand that, it, it's such a beautiful thing. And I think a lot more people are receptive to that. So I I love that you said that because I was feeling the same way. I hope there, like Jeff was saying, hope there's some people there that maybe don't line up with that theology, don't understand it, don't identify with it, and they go, Oh, yeah, that's what that is. So uh, Matt, what, what yeah. are you looking forward to? First time at the conference, we are excited. I know I'm excited to meet you, hang out with you, get to know you, hear you speak. Um, so, what are you looking forward to?
3: To be honest, I'm just looking forward to seeing a bunch of guys and meet a bunch of guys who are like-minded. Amen. <laughs> hey, because I'm always I'm always dealing with unbelievers constantly. Yeah, just constantly, and it's you know it, it's it's pretty hard. And so just to meet a bunch of guys who. You know, I joke about all oh, you're Presbyterian, so I can like you, but hey, you're Presbyterian. And but I don't <laughs> care if you guys are Reformed Baptists or cessationists, I'm a continuationist, but you know, I just love Reformed theology, and I would love to be able to meet other men who just love God and are submitted to His greatness and His sovereignty and are trying to preach about how great God is and how we're not, and yeah. how we're saved by His grace and kept by His grace. And you know what? I'm looking forward to just meeting other men. Who believe that, and women, yeah. uh, you know, who believe that, because just praise God for that and His great mercy to us. Yeah,
0: amen. That's what I'm looking forward. A- amen. To. And Andrew reserved the Celtic coffee bar upstairs, and we're gonna have some great conversations there. So uh, kudos to you for oh, doing that. Yes, Matt. I yeah, have, I'm gonna be
7: recording all of those as well to put into the documentary. Awesome. For those that don't know, we are filming a Why Calvinism documentary. And, and uh, so just, and, and uh, it's it's going to be really good. And we're, and we're hoping that the proceeds that come from the documentary will financially uh, back the next conference that we do. Yeah. Because I'm really struggling right now getting this one together.
0: <laughs> oh, it's tough, man. People don't realize how much work it what. is to do, but yeah,
7: go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Oh man. It is. It, I'm working. telling you what, man, it, it's wearing me out. Uh, yeah. Therefore
2: everyone needs to not only buy tickets, but buy a, Post Tenelux Lux Bible when Tender they get rest. there. You know?
0: Buy one of these bad
2: boys right here.
7: Look at that. Yeah, for those of you that don't Ooh. know, I do. I'm the artist and owner
2: of post Lux Bible oh. Rebond. Matt doesn't Matt doesn't know still what this smells feels good. Yet. Look at that.
0: Three ribbons. Yeah. Ghost print baby. Double buckshot. Let's go. Um yeah, Matt good stuff. I, I
3: have everything away. on my yeah. phone.
7: I will be giving away, <laughs> yeah, so did James White too before he saw one of my, yeah, he's I will I, be <laughs> giving away a, a post Tenderbrist Lux Bible. We are giving away three commentary sets. Uh, Donner's wow. Oak has provided a, a, a special tulip pipe that's going to handcrafted, be yep. The, Braden does us Handcrafted. it, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of giveaways. I'm t- there's going to be over two, three thousand dollars worth of
0: giveaways. Nice, Matt. Did you have something to say? It looked like you wanted to. Chirp in there. I'll give just away Matt. Can we give him away? <laughs> if we could just get Rappaport to stop talking for one second, we'll get Matt's. Uh...
3: <laughs> it, two things. One, if you guys give me the information, you know, just real simple URL. When I do my newsletter tomorrow night, it goes out to thousands of people. I'll put that in there. And if you guys don't have my cell number, here it is. Okay, Um <laughs> what- feel free to give me a call. You know. And uh, whatever, you know, and uh, it's always on do not disturb. So you'll probably leave a message, you know, and say this is so and so. Then I go, okay, good, good." Um, That's one thing. The other thing is uh, I'm always embarrassed about this. Andrew knows this, but I have autism. I don't do well with lots of sound input. So if we go to some place and there's lots of sound and I get overloaded, I'll have to leave. It's not mad or anything. I can't process it.
2: No, but uh, what you should do, Matt, is you take latent Flowers out. Just the two of you, straighten him out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> then come back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only thing. That's the only thing I have. I think I talked to somebody about it. I'll carry earplugs and stuff. I apologize in advance for that, but it just sucks. I have 80 decibel ringing in both ears. I have $6,000 hearing aids in.
4: Mm. No, no
0: no need to apologize, brother. Keith, take us out. Let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, what are you looking forward to?
4: Uh, well, I'm looking forward to hopefully somebody buying me at least one meal. That, that that I'm I'm coming just so somebody'll buy me a meal. I'll buy it. I'll I got it. There it. you yeah. go. There's three of them. <laughs> Spoken like a true no, pastor. I actually <laughs> I tell you what. I told Leighton I wanted to have a meal with him while he was there, and he said he wants to try to get me to change my name to at your former Calvinist. And I said, well, that's not going to happen, but I'll still let you go to go to eat with me. So, yes, yeah. well, well, it no, definitely really, can't happen just,
7: just, as long as you hold a covenant theology.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know me, I'm I'm a new covenant guy. So that's that I'm I'm one of them dangerous Steve Wellham guys. So, uh, so I'm, I'm 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 the I'm the oddball. I mean, I'm glad to hear Matt Slick is least admitted to being a continuationist. So I'm not a continuationist, but I'm I'm I'm. I, I, I'm a leaky cessationist at best. Okay. So I, I at, <laughs> that's least, good at least, at least <laughs> yeah.
2: you're, you're close I, to the truth of dispensationalism. You just got to reform a little bit more.
4: Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, see, see that, I, that, I understand. Well, I, <laughs> that's what I said. No, te- no, no. But uh, yeah. no, I will on. say this though. And I know this is, uh, Matt, you mentioned uh, being, aut- my, my daughter has autism and, uh, what kind? And, and she, she, she is high functioning autism and, 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 um, her, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure how to define when you say what kind, I'm not sure what you mean. So I apologize. Yeah. It's yes. They don't call it that anymore though. Everything falls under the same category um, now because of the way that they've got it, the spectrum. And, uh, but um, she would be what maybe 15 years ago, they would have called Asperger's, but, um, but she, she struggles with some of those same things.
3: Let's stay on after. I want to ask you a couple of questions if that's okay.
4: Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. That's
3: it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Is Guys.
4: Keith, is Keith Jewish? Did Rappaport, why'd you ask if I was Jewish? <laughs> oh. you, want a, you want a free meal? Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Just, from, honestly, cigar. me the, the fellowship. That's what I'm looking for. The fellowship.
2: You, you're not going to back out on us like you did last time and, you know, leave during a tornado, are you?
4: <laughs> no that was my, my my wife and children needed me i this time i'm coming alone uh because yeah. they said they don't need me anymore <laughs>
7: the, fe- the fellowship is second to none like it's yeah oh yeah that, that is true absolutely. yeah that is true that's
4: good did, did you warn layton flowers what
2: he's in for is he, is he does he plan on being there the whole time i hope he so. said he would
4: he told me he was coming to support the guy who's debating james white so I don't know what his plan is. I don't know yeah,
7: if he's so going to be there for be everyone. Saturday. I was hoping he'd be there the whole time.
2: And- he's got he's to gotta come for the, I mean, just picture our our evenings out for dinner with Leighton Flowers. I mean, Greg, you and I don't have to worry about being the ones being, you know, attacked <laughs> back and forth. It's going to, I mean, all guns directed at Leighton. It'll be, it, you know, we can all be in agreement. We all understand the proper sure. definitions of Calvinism, and he doesn't.
0: Unfortunately, fine. and I know many of you are friends with Layton here, and I'm sure I'll be friendly with him. But when I see it, it's like bumping up a brick mm-hmm. wall uh, with his, some of his argumentation. And I've chosen not to kind of interact on, on the Internet. He's said some things yeah. about me and put me on his program, but it's just tough because it's the same old, I mean, old, old, old kind of points and you you give them the scripture and you give them the history and all this. And it's like, okay, you're not convinced you were a Calvinist for 10, 12 years, whatever you say, uh, and then switched, who knows, maybe we just got to wait out the provisionist phase. It becomes a Calvinist again, another five years and it go, it'll come full circle, you know? Um, so I
2: think, I think Matt will agree with this, but Leighton flowers is a super nice guy
4: oh for sure and and yeah Uh, i'll say that
2: yeah yeah he he is just a really really nice guy wrong in in the way he describes calvinism but a really sweet guy i mean matt and i got to meet him when we were out there in in texas matt being insane decided okay guys you listening (laughs) think about this doing one debate is hard matt Decides, hey, why don't I debate two different atheists on two different nights? So they only have to prepare for one. Matt has to prepare for two totally different debates. That's Matt Slick for you. But uh, we got to meet Layton, super nice guy. We, we thoroughly enjoyed the time with him. So the the ribbing that I give to him is the same way I would give to my brother Jeff here or any of the, you guys others. You know, it's, it's because out of love
0: look at i i know and i have so i if i met a very nice person who graduated from bethel school of ministry and was a uber pentecostal i could say they were nice i probably just wouldn't have that many conversations with them if they were really stuck in their ways you know what i'm saying um so that that, that was my whole point but it would be yeah it's gonna be it'll be fun if he's there but what jeff said and as we finish up here uh the 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 fellowship among everyone, not just among the speakers, but even that last year was a little smaller. I know we're going to a little bigger venue, but it's still it's not it's not six thousand people. OK, this isn't a G3. This is it's very personal. You're going to be able to speak with the speakers when they're off stage and fellowship like you brought up, uh, Andrew. Um, there's giveaways. It's just very familiar, f- uh, family oriented, I would say. I wanted to, What was the word I wanted to use there? Familia, familiar. Uh, what's the word when it's familial? The- Thank you, F- familial. Yeah, hold on. I just looked that up on karm.org. Okay. Um, yep, I'm using it <laughs> I'm Using it correctly. Uh, so, so th- that's what I want to get across too for people who might want to purchase and go. Well, what kind of conference is this? You got to realize it is a. It almost feels like a full access family conference with extremely good speakers you didn't even go over the speakers yeah all these guys everyone here outside of me andrew matt jeff keith they're all speaking claude earlier i know tom buck's going to be there um jeremiah there's tom just
7: Buck, or, uh, sam waldron james yeah. white i mean it's insane like it
0: just yeah, men of god
3: so good. i thought sam waldron couldn't make it but he's i took his spot that's that was
0: no 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 you took a uh that's james what jeff Perry told you spot. to get you there and then we're yeah. still keeping. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you right now, yeah. Jamie,
7: Terry, <laughs> that, that boy can preach, man.
0: Yeah.
3: Good.
7: Yeah. Praise God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, he, he he was
7: pastoring for a while, and then he, has, he, he, he had to step down uh, because of, he had to move somewhere else, and he hasn't been able to get back in the pastorate, like trying to find a pastorate job. And so he hasn't been preaching in the last two or three years. And so he didn't want his first time back preaching behind the pulpit to be at the conference. He didn't, uh, yeah. I, I think he would have done wonderful. And if he lived close enough, I'd give him my
2: pulpit anytime
3: he wanted what, it. But What's wrong with that? If God predestines it. Yeah, I uh, know, yeah, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, with, All right, Sam Waldron there. Maybe we can have a second debate between Matt Slick and Sam Waldron on the gifts because... Unfortunately, I disagree with Matt's position, but he totally won the first debate. Just saying.
3: <laughs> Sam wasn't ready. No, he, yeah. at dinner, we had this discussion, and Sam thought it would debate something else, just to give I him know. credit. He, 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 I thought he did okay. Yeah, he's a
7: fine it. man. He he's, he's, yeah. he's such a really yeah. good guy. And, good man. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful yeah. that he's going to be there and join us. Plus,
0: and, at uh, the end, when Matt slain him in the spirit, it was pretty insane. I mean, he pretty much won the debate there, right? <laughs> 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 okay, okay, that's not I can you know-
3: See, this so is... much heresy, so little time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, with that, we got to wrap up. That, that, that wraps up the show right there. Uh, guys, thanks so much for coming on. we got Andrew Rappaport striving for eternity. Matt Slick at uh.org. Obviously, Open Air Theology and Why Calvinism with Jeffrey Rice. Go check him out. Keith Foskey, your Calvinist. He's everywhere. He's the king of TikTok. Just, you can check him out anywhere, though. Guys, thanks so much for coming on and hanging out. And if you're listening, go check out the tickets. It's in the link below in this episode whether you're watching, listening, anywhere, you can go click on it. Come join us. You will not regret it. Tullahoma, Tennessee, great little city. I loved being there for a few days last year and I'm getting really excited to go back next month. And by the time you hear this, it'll be about two two weeks away. So make sure you get your tickets. Guys, as always, remember, chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever.